0: You're listening to Radio Maria and this is Father Toby with your word for today on the feast of St. Philip and St. James. And we begin with today's gospel taken from John chapter 14. Jesus said to Thomas, I am the way, the truth and the life. No one can come to the Father except through me. If you know me, you know my Father too. From this moment you know him and have seen him. Philip said, Lord, let us see the Father, and then we shall be satisfied. Have I been with you all this time, Philip, said Jesus to him, and you still do not know me? To have seen me is to have seen the Father, so how can you say, let us see the Father? Do you not believe that I am in the Father, and the Father is in me? The words I say to you I do not speak as from myself. It is the Father living in me who is doing this work. You must believe me when I say that I am in the Father and the Father is in me. Believe it on the evidence of this work, if for no other reason. I tell you most solemnly, whoever believes in me will perform the same works as I do myself. He will perform even greater works because I am going to the Father. Whatever you ask for in my name, I will do, so that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If you ask for anything in my name, I will do it. We live in the age of be your best self. Now, I have no issue with that slogan. Absolutely, you should be that. Be your best self. But there's a danger that be your best self becomes present the best version of yourself. And there's the danger that the version of ourselves we present starts to get increasingly distant from the reality of ourselves, an avatar that is a creation rather than a reflection. And avatars don't only exist online, but the amount of our lives that we ordinarily now spend in such places encourages us to think in terms of the image we project rather than what lies beneath. And this is encouraged by the fact that it's much easier to alter a projection online than it is to alter a human person. But there's a danger that this is where all our energies go to or there's a danger that I don't actually take time for honest reflection about who I am and who I am becoming. Where my choices are taking me, not so much in terms of career and lifestyle, but in terms of the type of person. I say all this because I'm sure for most of us, if we were to choose a passage to be read out about us to commemorate our lives each year, we might want to choose a passage which describes a day where we really got it right, when things really went well. Even though we won't be there, I suspect we would want the eulogy at our funeral to focus on the good. Although the reality is that it's the bad that we need other people to pray for. But on his feast day, that's not what St. Philip the Apostle, whose feast we keep today alongside St. James the Lesser, gets. No glowing words about him. Rather, he gets a passage where, not to put too fine a point on it, Jesus essentially responds to his request, his question, by saying, So long with me, Philip, and yet still so stupid? On the scale of flattering to humiliating, it's definitely pretty far along the humiliating side of the scale. Now, in all honesty, this isn't the compilers of the lectionary of the readings that we get each day thinking, how could we humiliate Philip on his big day? that would not be a good mentality. We can leave the humbling to God, despite the perennial temptation to bring people down a notch or two ourselves. But it's simply the reality that there are not an enormous number of passages that feature St. Philip or St. James as big characters in the Gospels. The other St. James, St. James the Major, is a much bigger figure in the Gospels. Although St. James the Lesser, who we celebrate today, he is a big figure in acts as leader of the church in jerusalem but he doesn't feature so much in the gospels which is a long way of saying that there wasn't a big selection of gospel passages to pick to for these two saints to pick between for these two saints today and that in itself is telling because the gospels are most concerned with telling us about jesus and not about the people who followed him and who wrote the gospels. We can get plenty about that in the Acts of the Apostles, but it's noteworthy that the early church seemed pretty free of ego in the writing of the scriptures, unafraid to paint flattering pictures of her early members or even to paint no picture at all, because the only portrait that really mattered was that of Jesus. Who the apostles followed, whose life and death they imitated, was and is more important and this teaches us just how key humility is to the christian life i was having a conversation with a student on the weekend about a book called how to change your mind it advocates the use of psychedelic drugs i haven't read the book but it strikes me that as christians we shouldn't need such drugs because we have the scriptures and the teaching of Christ and his church to expand our minds. Christ calls us again and again in the scriptures to think in a way quite differently from what the world proposes. He teaches us not to put ourselves first, but God and our neighbor. The Sermon on the Mount is one of the most mind-bending moral treatises ever uttered. We don't need psychedelic drugs. And that's what's going on with Philip today, and it's what should be going on all of our Christian lives too. Our all-too-often, all-too-little minds and our little hearts constantly being expanded by the Lord's teaching and example, our stony hearts being made into hearts of flesh. Philip and the other and the Philip and the other apostles seemed to have been asking themselves if Jesus was just a man who knew about God or if he was the Messiah or perhaps if he was God, his very self. But as they listened and watched Jesus, as they reflected on all this, I think they began to realize that perhaps their question was too small, that perhaps it wasn't a question of either or or but of both, and, and. That perhaps Jesus was all these three things. And even whilst they didn't see how everything fitted together, even whilst they didn't understand everything, Philip and James and the others got something more fundamental. They realized that Jesus was the way, the truth, and the life, and they followed. And in so doing, they learned the way that he was leading them the truth about him and the nature of life in him and they passed this on to us in their teaching and they showed it in their lives they showed it that this in their lives that this saving teaching was worth dying for because life in christ was the only thing truly worth living for they showed us that an encounter with jesus in humility changes everything and therefore, they couldn't really have shown us anything greater. If at, the end of our, uh, if at the end of our days, our lives point to Christ rather than ourselves, then we too will have lived well. And we won't have been less of ourselves, but more of ourselves because of it. More Christ in your life. That would be your best self.